This podcast is brought to you by Fear Free, the initiative that takes the pet out of petrified and puts treat into treatment. Learn more at fearfreepets.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fear Free podcast series. This is your host, Alex Jimenez. On today's episode, we are talking with one of the most renowned veterinarians in veterinary dentistry, Dr. Jan Bellows. Dr. Bellows is board certified in veterinary dentistry and is a practitioner at All Pets Dental. So I wanted to uh, just start out by thanking you, Dr. Bellows, for joining us here today. I knew you were a very, very busy man. Uh, My pleasure. I'm glad to share information. Yeah, so to kind of break the ice today, can you tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into veterinary dentistry, and where that all sort of blends in with Fear Free and how you've gotten on board with us and ended up on this call today? Sure. Uh, Well, back in the late 80s, believe it or not, uh, I went to a dental wet lab in um, the middle of the state, uh, taught by a veterinary dentist uh, who also happened to be a a human dentist, and I came back to my general practice, which was... uh, just a good general practice. I gave a lot of vaccines and treated fleas and ticks and um, saw that really wasn't approaching dentistry the right way. Um, and all of a sudden, I started taking dental x-rays and cleaning them and being involved with prevention. And I saw just what a lot of good we can do in dentistry um, by helping the patient, you know, helping them control plaque, helping them control tartar, and the clients, uh, for the most case, were, were willing, which was kind of cool. Um, and then I became board certified in 1990, uh, and from there I started uh, writing articles and lecturing as much as I can to spread the good word on dentistry. I became involved Um, with Marty Becker uh, probably about 10 years later when he invited, he was doing his uh, chicken soup for the Dog Lover Soul uh, series of books, and he really understand um, the people wanted to talk to their animals and smooch their animals and sleep with their animals, um, and the bad breath, you know, how do you handle that? So he invited me to... um, dinner at one of the uh, veterinary meetings, and we soon developed a, um, a really nice relationship over the uh, 30 years uh, just to uh, figure out how we can get this dental um, paradigm shift that clients should take care of their pets' teeth. They're not willing to brush them, but there are other ways. And uh, how to get the word out that you know periodontal disease is painful and needs to be treated, um, and I w- you know Marty's always been at the forefront of cool things in uh, veterinary medicine with his animal bond. That sure, there's great animal bonding, but no one ever really decided to look into it as for, as much as Marty did. And then with the whole Fear Free initiative, it's, it's, it's just. Uh, really putting the uh, pin on a a real major issue and opportunity for veterinarians and their staff to help their patients so much more and have cats happy to come to offices and have dogs 
pull the owners into the office rather than the out of the office, and it's all done through uh, Fear Free in general because I have a general practice, but also in dentistry because there's you know so much messing around with the mouth that some animals are are fearful of, and we have tricks and uh, things that work to make the animals happy and certainly make the clients happy. Right. Well, and I always think of, you know, dentistry, you know, humans, you know, toothaches are one of the worst pains you can experience. And so a dog going in or a cat going into a clinic with a toothache is already going to be irritable, you know, and there's, um, you know, so much agitation already there in terms of the buildup of their fear, anxiety, and stress that, um, you know, it's really cool to see dentistry come along the way it is and for you to embrace fear free has been, you know, really awesome. So I guess, you know, a question that I have for you is how have you seen, you know, over the course of time, how have you seen the, you know, veterinary side of dentistry change and, you know, where does fear free fit into that? Well, in 1990, well, actually in 1989, the uh, College of Veterinary Dentistry was created. And from that point on, uh, dentistry was uh, in some ways on the forefront of veterinary practice. Uh, and as time went on, when less vaccines are being given, veterinarian um, really, uh, in most practices, has got very much involved in, in dentistries. Dentistry is the number one sought after CE. It's uh, certainly the number one equipment buying. So it um, is has been ramping up ever since. I mean, animals, dogs have 42 little patients and their cats have 30. So there's a lot of work to do. And because most people don't actively promote um, home care or uh, in their animals, uh, there's just so much disease that's present at virtually all times. Right. And so where do you see Fear Free fitting into some of that change? And I know you said the veterinary dentistry has been a little bit on the forefront and it's actually been, you know, really interesting in human dentistry. We, you know, we make the analogy with fear free based on that a lot in the way dentistry has changed for humans. And, you know, Marty's got some great stories. I'm sure you've heard him talk about going into the dentist as a kid, you know, the, the, uh, just absolute, traumatic fear that you experience in the the dentist in the old school way of doing things versus now you go in and you know the kids have like tvs on the ceiling and there's games everywhere and it's fun you know and fear free is sort of um you know we use that analogy sometimes so it's interesting a little bit of irony there you know that in veterinary medicine dentistry has been on the forefront too and so um you know maybe can you talk a little bit however that change fear free has fit into that right what we try to do is have the experience for the patient and the client to be as happy as possible. And from the first time they walk into the office, um, we kind of skip through the ladder of treats and we just go to Cheese Whiz. Uh, and we put them on the Oravet Chews. Uh, and this is on all of the recheck appointments in, in dogs and, and, and cats. We have uh, the warmed blankets and we have the pheromones uh, that really uh, make the, the patient feel better. And the client, I, um, it, other than 
some cat clients are uncomfortable around dogs and probably vice versa. We Clients are very fearful of anesthesia and uh, some of them are very fearful about the amount of money that they're going to spend. And we try to mitigate that as much as possible, um, showing them that it's very, very, very rare that uh, a anesthetic uh, adverse event happens um, thanks to the picking the right patient by laboratory testing and good exams and by picking the right type of anesthetic protocol. Uh, and there's a lot of new choices out there that we use and also by monitoring them, monitoring them throughout, including during the wake up period. Because if something is gonna happen, um, a lot of times they happen during the wake up period. So clients feel much better and less fearful of that event and they really they kind of pull their animals in to say hey look I want to get this taken care of I feel so bad it got to this point and I will take care of it from now on and they do so it's a happy experience all the way around yeah yeah and actually speaking of compliance and speaking of happy pets my next question was how does bringing in a pet both pain-free and fear-free play a part in the veterinary visit, especially when it comes to dentistry? Because I'd imagine that the two kind of work off each other. Right, yeah. It, it, it plays in uh, wonderfully because for our patients, we have to open up the mouth. And we don't want to show the client that uh, we're arguing with their dog or cat uh, in the exam. So generally, we ask the client, you know, in order to make the pet happier, we say happier, we probably don't use the word sedation, but make the pet happy. We uh, prescribe either trazodone or gabapentin, trazodone for dogs, gabapentin for, for cats, uh, before the visit, a couple hours before the visit. And that makes the giant difference of the animal who's kind of nice and mellow and the client and it's not so mellow they're certainly not stuporous uh makes it easier so that actually made me think of something in fear free treats are huge treats are a big part of alleviating fear anxiety and stress through a lot of different parts of the veterinary visit and at home so when their teeth are hurting and we can't always rely on treats what do you do especially post-op when pain is really high what we what we attempt to do is uh, change what they eat into something that they absolutely love. And a lot of dogs are scrambled eggs with garlic on top. Cats, it's, it's pureed or baby food tuna. Uh, and that way they say, and we send them home with so much pain medicine. Cats uh, get fentanyl patches. Dogs uh, get tramadol and... Um, they also get uh, Rimadyl or uh, Prevacox, it kind of depends. Uh, so there's always something that we're giving them to take away the pain and for them to say, hey, this isn't all that bad. I'm getting you know, chicken puree or whatever it is. It has to be soft and it has to be absolutely delicious. And they, they kind of look forward to it and they start eating, which is good too. Hey, some of that does not sound half bad, actually. <laughs> but anyhow, as our listeners know, I always like to end this call with a couple of things. One, can you share one to two tips that our professionals and those listening could go put into action tomorrow or today? Some snackable, 
implementable tips when it comes to fear-free dentistry. One or two would be fine. And after that, some stories where maybe fear-free was the difference maker in the way a procedure, an appointment, or some interaction with a client went down. All right. Number one would be getting the radios that um, Marty recommends for each exam room. They play very, very mellow music, and they set the stage in the exam room beautifully. And you can set each volume. Um, we do have music in the office throughout the whole office, but these exam room little radios, and they last forever, uh, are, are just fabulous. The second immediate thing they can do is go to the store and buy 10 bottles of cheese whiz uh, and get used to every exam the animal get from the every every assistant in the from the exam room to the receptionist to the veterinarian um, uses cheese whiz and every one of our um, cases that we see on recheck on dogs uh, the cheese whiz is placed on an Oravet chew. Uh, some animals don't, don't even need the cheese whiz for the Oravet chew, but we want to make a very positive experience for them, and that's done with the cheese whiz. Now, if they don't have any teeth, don't give them an Oravet chew. Uh, like if we took out most of the teeth so they can't chew, that would be bad. But the cheese whiz, they could always lick up. Yeah, yeah, good old easy cheese. So how about the stories? Oh, sure. We had um, a dog that was coming in, uh, a uh, mixed dog, a uh, rescue dog, that uh, as soon as I walked in the exam room, I knew that the dog was going to be in trouble because the, the exam room smelled so horrible. Uh, and the owner, over the years, got used to, oh, well, over the months, probably years, got used to the smell because it was doggy breath. They didn't know any better. But I opened up the mouth, and it was horrible. And by the time I, you know, looked thoroughly, I told them all these teeth are going to need to come out. Well, the dog was freaked out by the experience and very uh, didn't really want me to examine the mouth because it was painful and it was bleeding just without touching it. Uh, the, the gums were bleeding. Uh, and the client was extremely apprehensive with um, concern of anesthesia and concern with the, um, the payments. Uh, and we were able to get payments taken care of uh, through care credit. So they pay it off, and the anesthesia went very well. We took out all the teeth, and the dog came back um, for rechecks, just licking up the cheese whiz, wagging its tail. The people said, thank you for giving us a new dog. And it was just a really good experience all the way around, and it started with a lot of fear. So it, uh, it, it worked out well, and the fear-free was accomplished there by, number one, taking out the teeth that were causing the problems. And number two, having the general idea in the office that we're going to get this done and it's going to be done without discomfort for the animal and the animal will be just so much better off. And the staff is so happy. In fact, the people painted us a picture for the office. I mean, it was, it's nice. Nice. Yeah. It's always great when you can bond with a patient like that. And Fear Free tends to do that a lot. I mean, when you're looking out for the pet's emotional well-being, alleviating fear, anxiety, and stress in the patient to the best of your ability 
is obviously great for the patient, but those bonds you form with the clients are, I want to say, invaluable. If this was a business podcast with uh, our buddy Fritz Wood, probably be able to put a dollar amount on. But it really is hard to put a price on those type of things. So, Dr. Bellows, before we sign off, any closing thoughts that you want to share with us in regards to fear-free dentistry that maybe we didn't get to squeeze into this call? Well, um, fear-free in in dentistry, uh, you know, there's a module that includes a lot of dentistry on it, but the whole fear-free process, uh, the modules are done just so well. uh, And the whole staff, it's, it's kind of difficult to get everybody in the staff on board because it's a it's a process but for every one of our staff members that have become fear free certified they are just so happy they did it and it really changed changed the ethos of the practice so I highly recommend it well that means a lot coming from you dr bellows and you know you're right you're absolutely right it is an ethos it is a cultural shift but at the end of the day when you see these things start taking effect after you implement them, while you're implementing them. Some of them you can start tomorrow, some of them next month, some of them take several months to get your practice on board with. But once you see them in action, you really understand the difference that it makes. So truly, thank you so much for being on the call today. We really can't express enough gratitude. My pleasure, thank you. Listeners, as always, go to fearfreepets.com to keep up with all the fear-free happenings. But also, if you're interested in learning more about dentistry, Level two, which is part of your renewals, contains a unit all about fear-free dentistry and how you can implement it in your practice that contains some of the things we talked about today and more. So if you're on the fence about renewing and you want a little bit extra push, then go check out the level two module for more on fear-free dentistry. Thanks for listening and see you next time.